I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Oh God, you are the strength of all who put their trust in you. Mercifully accept our prayers. And because in our weakness we can do nothing good without you, give us the help of your grace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, I used to be a pretty decent tennis player. Uh, about 35 years ago and 35 pounds ago, I knew my way around the tennis court a little bit. I grew up playing. Uh, I played some tournaments when I was in high school, and I even played for a couple of years in college, at a small college. Um, and I was never great at it, uh, but for a while at least, uh, I could play a little bit. I could hold my own. Uh, and there were lots of things that I loved and I still love about the sport of tennis. Uh, but perhaps one of my favorite things about the game uh, was and is that it is an individual sport. Uh, when, whether or not I won or lost depended on me and depended on how I did or didn't do on the court. I liked this aspect of tennis. Uh, now, I loved being on a team in high school, and I loved being on a team in college, and I loved pulling for my teammates to do well in their matches, uh, but ultimately I knew that the best thing I could do for the team uh, to help us uh, get victory was to win my individual match, just to get the one point that I was in charge of, and I loved this about tennis, that it was on me. For those of you like me who like to do it on your own, want to do it yourself, uh, for those of us who want to earn it for ourselves, uh, today's gospel lesson is a splash of cold water in the face. Uh, look at it with me, if you will. We're still in the gospel of Matthew in chapter 5, working our way through the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus gives us all a wake-up call about sin and about its pervasiveness and about its consequences. Jesus says, uh, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. And then he goes on to say, But everyone who is even angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and anyone who insults his brother is liable before the council. Jesus goes on to say, You shall not commit adultery, but anyone who even looks with lust has committed adultery in his heart. Friends, these verses are sobering. These verses should bring us up short. These verses, this teaching of Jesus at this point during this uh, part of the Sermon on the Mount should convince us, you and me, and all who would read them, once and for all, uh, that we cannot do it on our own. These verses should point us to our utter and complete 
brokenness before God, to our utter and complete inability to help ourselves, to our utter and complete inability to get our point in the match, if you will. Friends, we cannot save ourselves. We can never meet the demands of righteousness before God. So then, where does this gospel lesson leave us? If we are guilty, even if we commit the sin in our heart or in our mind, where does this leave us? If our anger or our lust make us guilty before God, if our inability to keep our hearts and our minds right in the eyes of God keep us liable to God's wrath and judgment, friends, where are we to go? The answer is we are to go to our knees in prayer before the Lord. We are to humbly approach God and seek His grace, His mercy, His unbelievable forgiveness. Look with me, if you will, at our collect of the day. It's on the very front of our bulletin insert. It's our prayer of the day. This is the prayer that we say at the beginning of the service, and we have different ones based on the season of the church year. And we say this prayer literally, it's called the collect, because we say it literally to collect us together to gather us under a common theme or need or prayer for a given Sunday. We come into this building on Sunday morning, separate individuals, each bringing our own stuff, if you will, our own needs and desires, our own hopes and troubles, our own brokenness. And this prayer gathers us together into one as God's people. It's the word collect means like if you were to tell a child before you were going somewhere, collect your things. What we're saying is get all of your stuff together. We say this collect as the people of God to get together under God's love, under God's grace, and under God's mercy. And I believe that today's collect gives us hope uh, in the face of the reality that Jesus confronts us with in today's gospel lesson. So let's look at it, our collect of the day. We begin by saying, Almighty God, look mercifully upon your people. We're claiming that God has all might, all power, that he is Almighty God, and we're asking him to look at us through the eyes of his grace and through his mercy. Not looking at us in our sinfulness, but looking at us through his mercy. And we're telling, asking him to look mercifully upon his people. We say, look mercifully upon your people. That your claiming that we are his and that he or ours is ours. That we are in relationship with God. See, friends, God is our strength. It is not something we do on our own. We go on to say, look mercifully upon your people that by your great goodness, they, we, may be governed and preserved evermore. See, friends, we cannot do it on our own and we do not have to. It is done through God's great goodness, through God's mercy and through God's might. God is the strength of all who put their trust in him. We are 
governed and preserved by Christ's good work, not by our own. Left to our own, friends, we are weak. We need the help of God's grace and of God's great goodness as we pray in this prayer today. Uh, in our weakness, friends, left to our own strength, our hearts and our minds will always fall short. It is only through Christ, friends, that we can please the Father. It is only when we are in Christ, when we have taken on His righteousness, friends, that we are able to stand before God, made perfect by Jesus Himself. God does it for us and in us and through us. Christianity is not an individual sport. We need this help from the outside. We cannot, friends, do it on our own. Left to our own devices, our hearts will always wander to those things which God doesn't want us to seek after. Our minds will always come up short. But thanks be to God, friends, our strength is in God himself, in his great goodness, in his mercy, and in his love, and in his kindness. Our hope, friends, is in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ himself. Friends, apart from him, we can do nothing good. Apart from him, our minds are weak and our hearts are sinful and broken and prone to wander, as we say in the old hymn. Friends, in Christ, you and I are a new creation. In Christ, all is made new. The church is made new, and we as God's people are made new. In Him, we are freed from the bonds of sin and death. In Him, we are offered life. Friends, in Jesus Christ, and through His great, great goodness, as we say in the prayer, you and I are made whole. In Christ and in Christ alone, we are able to stand before God, righteous in Him who died for us, in Him who was raised for us, Jesus Christ Himself. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we do come before you broken, sinful vessels, grateful for the great goodness of your Son, Jesus Christ, grateful always for your grace, for your mercy, and for your forgiveness. We pray, Lord God, that you would send your Holy Spirit upon us as your church and upon us individually as your people, that we would be strengthened to be the people you've made us to be, that we would be encouraged to do the work you have set before us this day and always. We ask all this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.